Hello everyone, my name is Dylan and this is The Tradition Show. We're here with some very exciting people and we're at Loveland Yoga Studio. We have Bobby and Anaviv here. So, and we also have Jesse. What's up guys? So this is The Tradition Show. This is a new segment we're doing. We're supporting local businesses and just getting out in the community and want to see what all of our community has such greatness to offer. So for you guys in particular, tell us a little bit about Loveland Yoga. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anaviv and I, we opened Loveland Yoga um, back in December. Okay. Grand open December 7th. Um, I've been teaching yoga in Houston in spring of 2014. Awesome. And then um, I guess the start of 2019, we started writing the business plan for here and decided to make the leap out of working for the other studios. And yeah. Come out here and try to build something. That's, that's awesome. That's really incredible. It's it's good to see what what really uh, invigorated your passion to yoga. What what was kind of the mindset for you guys once you um, got into yoga? You want to go first? Yeah, you can go first. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess in college is when I first started looking at okay. like meditation and yoga, yeah. different spiritual practices. Okay. Um, and it's just something that helped me a lot. Yeah. Just stress of being a student. Yeah, of course. Kind of the learning uncertainty of not knowing what I wanted to do. Exactly, um, yeah. You know, you just kind of jump into college like most kids, but you don't really know what you want. <laughs> yeah. And then just going down that path for a little while. Yeah. Come on, I just wasn't happy. I didn't want to. Yeah. Uh, I was studying engineering. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't be happy either. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I enjoyed the science, but I, I just yeah. was not into the lifestyle at all. Um, and so... All through that, you know, started with kind of like Zen meditation and martial arts. Okay. And then it, yoga came a little bit later. Already. I guess I just got hooked. Right? You got hooked. Well, I could say the same thing when it regards to Yoda, yoga, Yoda, yoga, y yoga. <laughs> so with yoga for me, it was like it was uh, just a a place where I could just kind of unwind, find that inner thinking, and then additionally just step away from what the any intermediate stress was and then coming to your guys' studio in particular over some of the other studios, I just it feels like a, a place away from home where I can feel comfortable mm -hmm. when it comes to just enjoying my own meditation and having such great owners and teachers like you guys uh, has been very helpful in helping me accelerate my understanding of yoga, mm -hmm. understanding my own personal body in regards to flexibility yeah. and additionally when it comes to just my overall fitness too. Um, I've recently had a transformation in myself in terms of understanding my health at a higher level, whether it be from you guys or Joe Rogan or whatever, yeah, yeah. all the above. It's it's about understanding that kind of transformation, um, and yoga has been a big part of that. Um, and I've definitely missed it during kind of the COVID Corona thing. So that's uh, I'm really thankful for you guys and being such stewards of the yoga community. You took online classes. Don't discredit. <laughs> a little bit, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So, I guess in terms of the transformation, yeah. um, one of the first things I realized in yoga is how much is possible okay. in terms of transformation. Uh -huh. um, I guess I grew up playing like baseball and okay. snowboarding. Those were my two main sports. Oh, nice. Um, it was a very stiff body. Uh -huh. And just starting yoga, you start to see the flexibility improve. Oh, exactly. Um, and I think a lot of guys have it in their head. Like, oh, I'm just not <laughs> yeah. flexible. <laughs> But, you know, as I got into the practice and I started seeing improving, I'm like, oh, okay, so I can get pretty flexible. 
people. Yeah, exactly. Quicker than I thought to. And so, you know, sometimes you, just, you have this idea in your head of there's this one thing you think, like, oh, yeah, it's not possible. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you prove yourself wrong in that one thing, you start to think, oh, what else have I been telling myself is impossible? Yeah. That's just not the case, though. Yeah, exactly. And so, just it starts with one thing, flexibility, and then it just turns into belief. Yeah. That's an awesome mindset but when it comes to, well, whether it be in regards to fitness or just your business acumen as well, having that understanding of your mindset and, it, and controlling that to be, whether it be more positive or just looking at things in a different light, gives you just a real opportunity to be comfortable in your own skin, I think. Mm -hmm. So that's super powerful. So when it comes to like yoga, is there certain trends that you're seeing currently in your guys' industry that um, are popping up or is there certain practices that you're seeing um, that you guys are you, you guys are leaning towards or mm. so even in our own studio we teach different styles and yeah so Bobby we're like a yin and yang couple <laughs> <laughs> so I lead a very powerful you've been through my classes. of course yeah <laughs> powerful sweaty but I don't know you just said that Bobby's class the other day was really sweaty so I'm like yeah it was, a little bit, it was a little bit more humid <laughs> Um, so I honestly think it's, it's the teacher as well, not just the practitioners, because the teacher is going to influence their style onto the yogis as well. So I teach like a power baptist inspired flow, and then I you know, transition to the Hatha, which is our Lovelin classic uh -huh. studio. Um, but both are, are beneficial, but Bobby still teaches a different flow than I do, right? even though it's of course. kind of in the same mm -hmm. sequence. Yeah, I definitely notice similar sequences, and then it's uh, just different orientations, whether it be more abs or more stretching <laughs> or uh, just more back or whatever. I like how you guys focus on different muscle groups within the body, uh, depending on the day or what people are feeling within the class. So being adaptable to the, and suitable to the, the client's needs, uh, I really appreciate that. <laughs> and then as, as far as business trends, I think I first, when I first started teaching yoga, I taught for a place called Yoga One. Okay, yeah, oh, yeah. I've been there. Yeah. When I got there, it was still kind of like a small homey business like this, a mom and pop shop. Yeah. And I got there right as they were starting to, to grow rapidly. Okay. Um, the same year I joined the company, they opened three studios that year. Yep, jeez. And then within the next couple of years, they'd opened two more and grown to seven. Okay. Um, so I've kind of seen this curve where it grew from just small business and then the trend was trying to get into the bigger business of things. Kind of more corporate oriented, bigger, bigger, more, more stations or more business units and then, and then just more corporate, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And especially when they got bought out by Yoga Works. Okay. Like a giant chain across the country. Mm -hmm. yeah. Saw that shift. But um, I feel like the past couple of years, it's kind of yeah. reverting back. Um, I think yoga is one of those businesses that works better as a smaller operation. Yeah. Uh -huh. Because it's very much a relationship business. Um, oh, definitely. We can come in here, know everyone's name. Exactly. Um, learn a little bit about everyone's story. And people just like having that space where they feel like really connected to the community. Exactly. And so, like, I, I broke away from Yoga Works. A lot of the teachers that I came up with mm -hmm. broken out and kind of doing their own thing. So yeah. It's kind of coming full circle. Where 
That's exactly right. And uh, just to see the growth in your guys' business and how you guys have adapted during kind of the tougher times and having online, it's definitely appreciated and kept me sane when it comes to <laughs> just seeing other people in quarantine uh, and things of that nature. Um, I guess when it comes to yoga, do you feel like there's ever uh, anything where some people get wrong about yoga? I know like sometimes people like, initially I thought this like, oh, yoga is just for girls or do you guys see any kind of prejudice or anything where people like, what do people get wrong about yoga or just mis misconceptions? Well, in that regard, I think we see more guys. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah I think it's funny. Honestly, <laughs> it's, you're here and you're leading and you're leading by example. Yeah. So it's, it's, did you find it less intimidating to come because of lobby or any other? You would see more males at the studio now. Yeah, definitely. I, I think that's part of it. Um, and then I guess the understand, I just coming to know you guys as individuals uh, yeah. was just extra reassuring because you guys are so nice and inviting. Your hospitality is great. And additionally, oh, well, you know, I came through Taylor mm -hmm. and then, uh, then just coming to your guys' studio re repeatedly and doing my seven day yoga challenge. <laughs> it feels like that's so long ago, yeah. right? Um, and then just knowing all the different instructors the instructors have been helpful and additionally just the the knowledge that you guys have as yoga instructors in terms of understanding different muscle groups when i'm feeling like oh my hip is not feeling right or my sacrum's not feeling what was yeah. this who knows what the sacrum is before he started yoga <laughs> no, no, <laughs> right so i thought that's been very helpful and uh as i've been on my journey for just understanding my body and my health at a higher level so i think that's been super helpful and, and definitely taking down the barriers um and when you go to some of the big studios where there's just so many people, it's just overwhelming sometimes too in terms of like, and then also having a, a flexibility of like people's knowledge has been helpful, especially during flow classes in terms of, and not afraid to ask or, or having personal assistance when it comes to understanding the moves or not doing it properly has been helpful as well. And makes more, helps me with my knowledge and then also I think helps other people too when it comes to that. So that, that brings up the, the question, what's a big mis like mis um, understanding or prejudice or whatnot about yoga that people kind of prejudge yoga for? Yep. I think you don't need to be flexible to start. Yeah. People are intimidated by that fact. Yeah. Where like, I can't touch my toes yet. Or yoga's not for me because I can't even reach my arms up all the way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly, yeah. And yoga is to help guide you through that. You start, everyone starts somewhere. And I think it's being okay with starting somewhere. And, and we, I kind of like that we pride ourselves in not being intimidating and, yeah. and warm and inviting and open arms. Like, hey, you can't touch your toes? Great, come. Come into my arms, we're gonna give you a, <laughs> a, a distance hug. A distance hug, <laughs> right now a distance hug, yeah. A yeah. distance hug, and you know, we'll help you get there. It's uh -huh. okay where you're at. And, of course. And, Everyone should understand that even if you haven't ever been to a yoga class or you've done yoga on YouTube and whatnot and you're a little scared to go in person or you're intimidated, I mean, it's okay. We, we're here to, to help, <laughs> you know, we're, we're here to be inviting you to help you get to your toes. See, exactly. that's, that's awesome because that was actually my biggest question was like, what would you kind of tell beginners? Because for, for instance, like I told you guys before this, um, I have been doing YouTube and I've always wanted to go to a yoga studio, like always. Yeah. 
but I always felt intimidated. Exactly. Um, so that's why I've been like doing it on YouTube. So like I, when I actually go, I can actually touch my toes and all that stuff. But yeah. um, so what, I mean, like, what would you, what would you, what would you be your advice for someone like me? Well, take her, come to London. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, done. Okay. <laughs> my advice, um, you know, a little heat would help. You know, and if YouTube is how you're comfortable and you can start that way, that's great too. But honestly, coming with a friend too to class is is also very encouraging. And then becoming friends with your yoga teacher, yeah. the owners of the studio, because we we watch the students as they progress and we know where you're at. We, yeah. We can see that you've grown from point A to point B and what your goals are. And if your goal is to do a handstand or to go into middle splits or something, we can adjust your practice so we can give specific cues to help. So or help even you. if it's just stretch and yeah. attention release. Yeah. yeah. I will pay you all $100 to see Dylan <laughs> do a handstand. <laughs> that's, we'll, I can make that happen. We're working. We that. can make that happen. That's one of the goals. That's one of the goals I have. So we're working on that. We're working on that. Um, well, I think one thing too is when it comes to just the progression. One thing I've seen myself, I like. I thought crow was so far away. Um, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, the first time that I was able to do crow it was such an exciting, exciting thing. And then now it's what's the one we were doing yesterday at the end of class where you have to put your. Oh, you your, kind of wrap your legs yeah. around. Yeah. No, the one with the ankles crossed. Oh, okay. <laughs> that one. So you have to, like, your arms are underneath you and you pick your feet up. And you're like, <laughs> off, your ankles are crossed. That one's hard. <laughs> so what made you guys pick this area? Oh. This... Man, that's a, that's a fun story. So Bobby and I, he, there's, like, commercial real estate websites, just like Congress, mm -hmm. HAR.com. So we were on LoopNet for a good while. Just every night, we just... <laughs> scroll through LoopNet and be like, okay, is this a good deal? Is this a great deal? After we had finalized our plans and it was like, okay, we're, we're doing it. We're doing it. <laughs> um, we had a, a commercial real estate <clears throat> agent show us a few spaces and whatnot. But what actually happened is well, we drove around, right? He was taking us through this area. I mean, one of the first things we told him is we just didn't get a lot of parking. Yeah. 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 Parking invisibility. I, I worked for the studio in Midtown, mm -hmm. and they had a pretty good location, and then they had to move down the street. Oh, um, yeah. And then they lost, like, over half their parking. Yeah. Oh, man. And then, like, every day students would come, oh, I can't find parking, I can't find parking. And, you know, you're trying to help them de-stress, and, you know, they're just complaining about parking all the time. So, parking I mean, yeah. it sounds like something simple, but... It's tough to find in Houston. It was honestly one of the first things we told them. We want a lot of parking. Um, we want a lot of visibility. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a new, growing neighborhood. Yeah, exactly. A lot of young couples, <clears throat> a lot of just young, positive energy. Oh, exactly. Um, new restaurants, right good location uh, in terms of off the highway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right off Ella. That's awesome. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they didn't really have much like this around. So. Uh-huh. Yeah. We drove down Ella, actually, and I turned to my right and I saw the building in front. There was nothing here. The only thing that was here was Las Vegas. Ah, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And it's like this beautiful glass building that's mm -hmm. easy to see, lots of parking, you know, easy access, just yep. turn right on Ella. <laughs> yep, exactly. And then I was like, what about this place? Yeah. And the realtor was like, all right, let me make some Freak calls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It just seems like a really practical decision at this spot. Yeah. 
Well, one thing I love about this spot is like you rise with the sun. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. So as as I'm doing, I usually come at the six a.m. class. So. Because you're crazy. And, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. So I come at the six a.m. class, and by that, usually most of the time, the sun's not up yet. And then as I'm doing my practice, uh, the sun is rising, and it's kind of a, I guess reinstills just the my journey for the morning and that the day has come and I've put my hard work in and it's the one check off the box just in the extra little bit of uh, motivation to get me through the day or the extra positive energy of okay that task is done for the day or I've, I've, I've indulged the body so I think that's been really helpful too in terms of just having that too it sets a mindset in people yeah, so I think I think that's powerful when it comes to your overall arcing mission in yoga, um, is there what motivations or uh, energy do you like? Do you fulfill yourself with, or what? Uh, what uh, I guess at the end of the day, what motivates you to uh, share your vision of yoga, um, or what do you want to share with other people when it comes to your practice or your just the motivation? I guess uh, one of the first things. Is just Providing people a space where they can just come and just be themselves. Yeah. Just focus on their own practice and open up. Um, I feel like we go around all day kind of wearing our different masks. <laughs> yeah, and legitimately right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like literally. Yeah, actually, yes. Yeah. Uh, I think the word persona comes from uh, like the Latin word for mask. Yeah. Um, and so, like, yoga communities have been in over the a really liberating feeling where you feel mm -hmm. like you can just open up and be yourself on your mat. Exactly. Um, so we wanted an environment that's very welcoming to that. Like, hey, you don't have to look this certain way to do yoga. You don't have to act a certain way. Yeah. And just open up, be yourself, and then your practice will flow from there. Okay. Um, so just, yeah, really open, really welcoming. Just I like that. I like that. Human moments. I definitely agree, and it's 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 been a part of my practice of just understanding my flow and then having the support with you guys there has been super empowering. I have a question for you guys. So we've been talking mainly just about how awesome this place is, you know, the, the awesome location, the awesomeness of everything. Um, what, did you guys experience any failures? Did you guys have to go through roadblocks to, you know, to get to where you are right now, either, you know, throughout your career um, or just opening, just, you know, getting the doors open. Oh, man. So many. So many. <laughs> Where do we start? I had a big failure before, before mm -hmm. Love Life. Um, I was in the medical field, and it just wasn't where I was. It wasn't just a happy place, and Bobby saw it every day, and that's why I left. Um, he was running a dental office. Oh. Ooh, it was, yeah. I was in um, the field for about nine years. Yeah, <laughs> and then when you know you're just like unhappy one time, but you don't have the confidence to leave. Yeah. Yeah. Bobby was there. He was like, you know, you're not happy where you're at, and I, I viewed that as a failure, right? Because I was like, I can make this place succeed. We can grow it, and we can be exponentially successful, mm -hmm. monetary wise, right? But emotionally and physically and everything else wise, like I was in the hole. I was just like, I can't do this. I would wake up at four o'clock and be drained, I have to be by, at work around like 5.30. Wow. I don't know how Dylan does it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not a morning person, maybe. Yeah. Um, but 
I viewed that as a failure when I quit because I was like, man, I can't believe I quit. I've never vi- envisioned like a, myself as a quitter. But then yeah. I learned from it. I was like, monetary value in something that you know is paying decently is it worth my mental health? Yeah. Because I would just come home and I would like snap at Bobby. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> 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 yeah, I was, I would just be so upset, and I had like no, nowhere, no outlet, and that's yoga really helped, but it just was such a burden because at work everything just came onto like it felt like on my shoulders or mm-hmm. or everybody's you know everybody's shoulders, and you just felt the the pressure, and you know I, I just learned in that moment that my mental health is worth more than a paycheck. Yeah, and that's powerful. And I was lucky enough to have Bobby's support mm-hmm. in, in that sense and be like, you're not happy. You need to do what's right for you. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, everyone's not happy 24 7 in their job. <laughs> <laughs> They're not, they don't come up to work every day, 365, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was like consistently, like, whoa, yeah. like months at a time. And I was like, oh, this isn't, this doesn't feel right anymore. Yeah, exactly right. And I think people get confused between quitting and failure and failure is not it's not the end-all be-all it's just a step on everyone's journey yeah. of understanding what you want as a person or what you want as a business uh, professional and within that we're all gonna have failures whether you're not making the money you want you didn't do that one task right and at the end of the day it's about okay I've learned from this it's about learning from those failures and then moving on and I think that's probably the most powerful thing and I assume from that journey, uh, you've you just got a more courage, or you've become more understanding of what your personal identity is, of what you wanted in life. I think that's super powerful. Yeah, so learning good. to be okay to sit with uneasiness. Yeah. Because like we had no mo- like I had no money going in. And yeah. I've always had. Of course. You know that safety net. Of yeah. Like okay, I have a job. Yeah. <laughs> I have health insurance. Yeah. <laughs> Health insurance is a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's entrepreneurship, right? Mm-hmm. That's entrepreneurship, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what we always. You know, there's no manual for of course. how to start a business. <laughs> I mean, Google helps, but there's no manual. <laughs> <laughs> like, you jump into this world and it seems like everybody else knows what they're doing. Yeah. Um, but no one wants to take the time to just sit down and teach you. Yeah. So yeah. You end up figuring out so much on the fly. Uh huh. I don't know, you get stuck a lot. Of course. You just have no idea. So when you, so now that you guys have kind of, you started your business and you started writing your business plan, what, how did the business plan help you um, come to realization about your business or how did it help you see a vision within your business? Uh, It was basically a roadmap for what we wanted. Yeah. Roadmap for what we needed. Okay. How much money we're going to need to put the walls in it. Yeah. Because you guys kind of customize the studio the way you want it, or isn't mm-hmm. that right? Mm-hmm. And that, I bet that was a whole journey in itself in terms of working with contractors, and, and that's a new, new, new tool that you can add to your own toolbox, right? No, they don't. <laughs> Once you get your license, it's like, oh, what's this? I want to watch you. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you watched our Instagram stories as we progress. It's still on there. Yeah. It's underneath um, a highlight. 
Oh, okay. You, you can still watch it. Cool. It's oh, cool. From groundbreaking day, like uh -huh. you can see, we take video of like there's no walls. There's like they were putting in the plumbing line, and it was we would like watch them like hawks. Like, yeah. <laughs> is that where the HVAC unit goes? <laughs> Interesting. I don't know if most business owners do that though. Well, I think I, I think generally. I think most people do. I guess I, I would think most people do, especially as a newer business owner or a newer entrepreneur, uh, just getting into the field. I remember when my family, we got into the resort business, it was just the understanding of the industry of hospitality or the industry of tr the, the tourism industry. Mm -hmm. And so it's learning those aspects. And then additionally, like we want this business to succeed. So we're going to be dedicate our time to it. We want to make sure everything's right. Mm -hmm. um, and at the end of the day, it gives you that sense of accomplishment that, okay, this is, this is done right, we can put this down, move on to the next thing. So that's super powerful. Um, we kind of touched on like motivation. Um, is there something that you learn from whether it, be, uh, uh, whether it be from a book or something you watched or even a mentor that was a good piece of advice um, that either inspired you or um, helped you through a, a problem or a hurdle? There's a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what comes to mind first? Um, we had a friend, Kevin, who just uh, loaned me his book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Yeah, yeah, very good book. And the first thing that popped into my head was it, it goes through the stages of how to be, you know, how to create new habits. And one of them was like, be proactive and wow. actually do the work. Man, I don't ever take that step. <laughs> I think about it, right? Yeah. Like I can write it down and try to manifest the idea, but it's it's so hard to actually physically do the work. I was just like, oh man, okay, mm -hmm. I'm gonna sit down. But I mean, it's it's different for me than it is, you know, for Bobby because Bobby reads all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, one one thing that's popping into my head is um, so we also do Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Yeah, that's kind of our other main thing. Another thing I started in 2014, but yeah. at the same time I started teaching yoga. Um, our coach Marcus. Oh yeah. Uh, so we're coach Marcus. <laughs> so we're with GFT, which is uh -huh. we're kind of known for like an aggressive top game. Okay. Jiu-jitsu. And one thing they just kind of yell at you all the time while you're <laughs> just don't stop, don't stop, yeah. don't stop, keep going. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you kind of get that echoing through your brain. Uh huh. And so you know every single roadblock you know gives you. Okay. Um, so maybe just having that echo in our heads has been one of the biggest things. Like, hey, just don't stop, keep going. Yeah. You get tapped, keep trying. Yeah. Try, try, try yeah. again. So, that, that's, that's something cool. I have in my head. Every single time a roadblock comes up, yeah. it's like, hey, we're just not going to stop. It's know? about finding it, whether it be keep trying different ways, trying a new approach, yeah. looking at a different perspective. Yeah, yeah, that's super powerful. You know, I think subconsciously I've absorbed that too yeah. because. Because sometimes he says, believe, believe, <laughs> when like you're like in the worst situation, he's like, believe, and sometimes in class, I'll just randomly scream out, believe. Yeah. And yeah, I think you just need ideas like that, yeah. like deep in your subconscious. Yeah, that's powerful. Like, not going to give up. It's always working mm -hmm. in, inside of you, even though you don't really realize it in the moment. Yeah. That, that's incredible. Do you have... Uh, 
for anyone that's looking to start a business or take the next step, do you have any advice for them as an entrepreneur? Well, going back to the business plan, really getting it all on paper is important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A, because it gets all your thoughts organized. Yep. And then B, it, as soon as you have a good plan in place, that's when people really start taking it seriously. Yeah, of course. And as soon as you do that, then people just start coming out of nowhere to help uh -huh. you. Um, yeah, like people who help themselves get the most support. Of other course. People. Yeah. How? I would also add um, having a strong yeah. Really, really helps. Mm -hmm. Right? Because there are, there are strengths that I bring to the table and there's strengths that Bobby brings to the table. And honestly, if Bobby and I weren't, like, we weren't a unit, I don't think individually we would be able to do it. Right? Yeah. Because Bobby is financially, like, intelligent and he can, like, come up with the numbers and do the Excel sheets and all that fun stuff. And I can look at it and understand it and all that. I lack the motivation to do it, <laughs> but were things that Bobby, you know, wasn't so strong at before, like making all these interior decision designs, like, yeah. he, he doesn't care about that. Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what, what, a thousand shades of white would you like to pick? Because there's like a million. The white ones. <laughs> I don't know, eight shells, but the, the point yeah. is, is asking and having a team or, or a partner to help you because it's a lot of work for just one person. So if you have like a partner or a team or a family or asking, because we also you know, ask family for mm -hmm. help, we're just like, hey, um, how did you start? You know, yeah. just getting advice and whatnot. Like my dad, we, we used to own a chain of um, convenience stores okay. growing up. Yeah. And he would tell me about like rent. <clears throat> He'd be like, okay, you need to ask for like TI and specific things. And I was like, what's TI? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Now I know it's called tenant improvements. <laughs> um, but like that's not common knowledge for everybody, of right? Course, and, yeah. and Google is a good is a good source. <laughs> Thank God for Google. Yeah, yeah. So I would say, you know, help, don't be so reliant on yourself too, but also if you need help, don't be ashamed to ask for it. Okay. To ask the dumb questions. Yeah, ask the yeah. dumb questions. What is TI? I don't know. What's triple net? I don't know. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, ask the dumb questions and don't be ashamed. You know, we're all going through this together. And if you are a little ashamed, it's okay. Just use Google. And Google kind of gets you there. <laughs> gets you there. <laughs> but, you know, having a strong partner thinks that you're, you're the rock in this business. Yeah, you're the heart. <laughs> <laughs> we're both Google. We're both. <laughs> it's like building a house. You have a foundation and then you have the structure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's very good. When it comes to um, your everyday life, do you see yoga shining through outside of the studio or certain things that you do in the studio that give reference or um, kind of power through your life in, in some fashion? Sure, I mean, I had a yoga teacher. She always used to say, it's the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and then, I mean, same as the example of jujitsu. Like, if you're practicing your yoga in a certain way, like trying to be more mindful or trying to be more technical or more breath-focused, like, whatever your focus is when you practice, um, when you meditate, again, it's planting a seed in your subconscious mind. Yeah. And once that seed's there, it permeates into your regular thoughts. Of course, yeah. It permeates into how you move, even how you stand up and how you look at people, um, just kind of the energy that you shine uh -huh. out. 
Bob. Cool. That's awesome. Um, when it comes to like outside of uh, yoga in itself, you guys mentioned um, uh, jujitsu. Is there any other hobbies that you guys partake in that you guys enjoy as well? Besides choking each other. true calling at least <laughs> you found your passion that's um, powerful yeah, especially like when i first started teaching yoga i was uh-huh. very much a minimalist yeah like, my whole life fit in my sedan yeah um, <laughs> that's a fun story when we first got together we were we first moved in with each other he packed all of his stuff in a tiny uh, lexus is 300 <laughs> his mattress his clothes <laughs> picture you posted the other day too in terms of the, uh, the older picture with you with shorter hair and glasses and seeing that transformation I think that's very powerful and the story behind that and I think that's that's incredible and you found the passion too yeah. you found something that I think that's really what life's about is about finding the thing that you're truly interested in, that you want to invest in um, and just be a yeah. part of your life consistently yeah I mean it gives me everything like besides you know just the physical hobby right? yeah um, you know I'm connected with who I really like just between those two communities so I get all the like, social yeah. interaction I need to feel fulfilled <laughs> you know I've, you know both are a skill with you know goals that we're always reaching towards mm-hmm. so you're always having that you know that direction in that way yeah exactly um, with that I guess kind of talking about yoga and mental health how do you feel uh, yoga can help in that regard in regards to mental health or just someone's inner thinking or even maybe even depression or something like that? Good question. Um, one of the main things of yoga is learning to let go. Yeah. Um, so like physically in your poses, um, it's like learning to let go of tension. Mm-hmm. Like if, if you're in a stretch and you're just like pulling, pulling, pulling on your legs, fighting with it, your body fights back. Yeah. And it creates this tension. You don't go anywhere. When you learn to breathe and you learn to just like let go, and all of a sudden things open up, and then the same exact same thing happens in the mind. Uh-huh. So if you're anxious about something, chances are there's some idea, some belief that if you just let go of that, mm-hmm. it relieves whatever's been ailing you. So yeah, it's getting in touch with yourself and yeah, learning to let go of whatever thoughts or mm-hmm. whatever beliefs are making you sick. Yeah. So, I also like the idea that yoga kind of takes you out of your thoughts and back into your body. Yeah. Versus always being up here where your thoughts are running at a thousand miles per hour. And even at the beginning of class when we we start every class with like a short little meditation, I'll notice my own thoughts racing through my head like, what am I worried about? Um, what am I going to eat for the you know, later today? Things like that, like small things. The same thoughts that I had the day before, like I just keep thinking the same thoughts, but immediately a 
few breaths in, just using your breath, takes me out of my head. Like I'm not thinking those thoughts anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm focusing on my breath and I'm bringing it out of my head into my body. Yeah. Right? So I'm not just here all day. <laughs> we spend all day here. I hear you. Yeah, we're on our phones, we're still here. Yeah. Uh, you're looking at it, you're computer, same, same concept. So having space to like safely do that where you can put away your phone, put away your thoughts for even yeah. for the first five minutes of class or the, the five minutes of Shavasana at the end of class really helps you like softly let go because right? yeah. you're no longer thinking the same thoughts. It's a big realization to yeah. know that you're more than just your thoughts and your ego. Right. I guess with that too, it's kind of like the yin and yang. It's the mind and the body. It's the, mm -hmm. well, the, and then contrasting with the spirit or however you perceive that. It's, it's. I think that's a very enlightening and good idea of like, because I think when I came into practice is like, well, my shoulders are so tense or you're, you have it in your mind in terms of like your eyebrows are always fringed or how yeah. what have you, um, or just not understanding that. It's about just easing, relieve the tension. That's powerful. I'm ready to sign up. <laughs> <laughs> trying to take spotlight. <laughs> so speaking of that, though, um, you know, where's the best place for people to kind of reach out to you? Is it Instagram? Because you were talking about Instagram, Facebook. What, what what is it? Or just calling up here? So we're accessible through all ways. You can um, our Instagram is at Loveland Yoga. Our website is lovelandyoga.com. You can email us. You can call us. Our email is heart at lovelandyoga.com. Our Facebook is facebook.com slash lovelandyoga. <laughs> <laughs> so everything is still lovelandyoga. Um, yeah, we're five feet away. Yeah. You can message us on Google. I have that Google Messenger thing for yeah. businesses. Awesome. Um, I've been answering those. Yeah, you can call. You can physically just show up, too. <laughs> yeah. The doors are always open. <laughs> Right. When you're here, yeah. Yeah, we're on the corner of 34th and Ella. Yeah. Shouldn't be hard to say. We've got yard signs out in front. <laughs> yeah. So like do, you have, do you have classes all day? I mean, or is it just, I mean, throughout the day? We have classes all day, um, starting at 6 a.m. The last class we had said. <laughs> it's 8 p.m. And we have oh, added. Wow. Uh, we summed up the schedule a little bit, mm -hmm. um, just the whole Texas reopening process. Of course. Mm -hmm. yeah. But people are starting to come back. We're excited about yoga, so yeah. I think we'll fill up the schedule back to where we were um, pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, we're off on Fridays, obviously, right now. <laughs> <laughs> Can you kind of tell us about some of the practices that you guys do here, or different styles of yoga, uh, for those that may be interested in whatever types of yoga are available? Yeah, sure. Um, one of our first main classes, uh, we call it Lovely Classic. Mm -hmm. um, it basically means it's a heated Hatha class. Okay. It's about 90 to 95 degrees. Um, oh, wow. The heat helps you get a good sweat. Uh, the heat also makes you more flexible. Um, it makes the poses just feel more comfortable, mm -hmm. help you progress faster. We usually steer beginners towards that class um, because the pacing of the class is more accessible. Um, you just kind of do, like you do this pose on the right side, this pose on the left side, mm -hmm. right side, left side. So it takes the transitions out of it. Um, if you come to what's called a flow class, that class is not just about the poses itself, but it's about the transitions and mindful movement in between the poses mm -hmm. with how they're linked. Overall, most of the poses are the same, um, but adding the transitions makes it a little bit of a more difficult class. Yeah. So, you know, maybe once they've 
done like classic couple weeks, and we'll be like, all right, yeah, you can try flow now. Let's add the transition. Yeah. But those are our two main ones. That's vinyasa flow and uh, just a heated hopper class. Okay. And then at night we have a stretch class. Uh-huh. It's very similar to yin yoga for anyone who knows yin yoga. Okay. Um, those are just all poses on the floor, mostly lower body. Okay. And those stretches are held like three to five minutes, and that's the class where it's all about like yeah flexibility and just like learning to let go, uh-huh. just surrender <laughs> your body, to just let your mind settle down. Yeah. So that's our slowest class. Um, maybe one of the most least meditative uh-huh. in what people traditionally think of meditation. Of course, yeah. Sitting still. Um, but I mean, flowing and getting just into that rhythm of movement. Of course, yeah. Meditation, uh-huh. if that makes sense. Yep. Um, so those are our three main ones. Um, we have a couple of specialty classes thrown in, too. Like uh-huh. I teach handstands on Saturdays. Yeah. Um, there you go, John. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> the trendy Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> we had an acro class pre-COVID. Um, it's a partner-based yoga. Yep. Um, You've been. I've been. been yep. A, I've you're been. a great base. Yeah, I'm a great base. You find me. Yeah. <laughs> we'll bring back acro as soon as. Yep. Um, people feel it's safe to start touching each other again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's our more playful. Learn how to trust the art of trusting your partner. Yeah. And if, you know, uh, trusting even people that you've just met mm-hmm. <laughs> for like the first five minutes because, hey, I'm going to support your entire body weight. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but we changed that class um, for right now to, to Bobby's double diamond. <laughs> so tell them about your double diamond. Yeah, what's well. the, what's the, we're intrigued. What's the double black diamond? Uh, it's a float class. Yeah, um, that's good. It's, uh, most of our classes are all levels. Yeah. Uh, meaning whether you're a beginner or whether you've been practicing a long time. Yeah. Um, there's elements to the practice yep. where everyone can feel challenged and everyone can feel like they're working at their edge where they need to be. And that's mainly what I've taught over the years. So I'm pretty good at, you know, if there's 10 people in the room, you know, giving these three people this pose. Yep, exactly. Um, three people that pose, but still keeping everyone together. Um, double diamond. Yeah, <laughs> you're going down that hill regardless. <laughs> you're at the top of the mountain. You got to find your way down. Yeah, moguls, um, that's fine. Just go straight through. <laughs> you know, we call it double diamond. Uh, we named Loveland Yoga after uh, the Loveland Ski Resort. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, have you been? No. I have not been there. Yeah. So it's something we've uh, done the last few years. Well, something I've done my whole life. And he's come with me the last two years. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go snowboarding. With that's awesome. Uh, so we'll stay with him in Boulder, Colorado, and he'll take us up to Loveland. Mm-hmm. Um, he's 86 years old, and he's still wow. on his snowboard, getting up and down the mountain. That's really cool. That's awesome. And so, you know, he's just a great example of like what's possible when you keep yourself in shape, and you spend your whole life being mindful of your health. Yeah. Um, and so we took a lot of inspiration from that. That's really he's cool. He's so motivated because I, I don't, I didn't, I was a super novice. Still am going down the mountain, but Grandpa Bob, he's like, I don't know how he does it. He's like passing and weaving, and he's 86, and I'm just like, what the heck? What? He doesn't ride as hard as he used to, but he's still smooth. He yeah. still goes Damn. really fast. It was really hard for me. Like the first time I went, I was really intimidated. I was like, 
what? How is this 86 year old man like <laughs> rolling down the mountain like it's nothing, like smooth as butter? And I was yeah. like, okay, well, if, if he can do it, he's really motivating. If he can do it, I can do it. And he never fell. The, and how he did it is like, he's like, when he got tired, he could just like gracefully sit down and go, like, I'm going to rest and wait for Anna to be here. That's cool. That's yeah. awesome. That's very good. <laughs> Well, I want to say to say thank you for you guys for being such stewards in the community yeah. and showing such great hospitality. Oh, thank uh, you for having us. This is really fun. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. this is where we're going to wrap up our support local segment for today. This is Bobby sure. and Anna Vib at Loveland Yoga. Um, this is super enlightening, and uh, I love seeing you guys different perspective and showing your your uh, business acumen and business uh, entrepreneurship. So thank you guys. Yeah. Thank and what what is your Instagram again? Oh, at Loveland Yoga. At Loveland Yoga. And you're able to do just a class, or can you uh, sign up as a membership? Oh, so we have plenty of uh, super, super options. Um, super options. <laughs> you are able to take a single class. A drop-in is 20. But we do have a new student offer. Um, new student to the studio, not new student in general. You can be practicing some, um, for years. And that's 30 days of unlimited yoga for $39. So Perfect. As long as you come honestly twice in that 30 days, it kind of pays for itself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then afterwards, we have options. You can do a membership, which is unlimited. It's typically 100, but if you sign up within your thir- your trial membership, it drops down to 89. And we do give teacher discounts of 15%. Um, and then we also have a 10-class pack that never expires. 10 classes at your leisure for 160. And then our yearly membership, um, which I highly encourage is the most actual saving wise, <laughs> is uh, yearly unlimited for 960. Oh, awesome. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. When you do the 30 for 39. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, how, that's, that's how I got back. Because I did yoga, I did a seven day challenge like in 2009, 2018. And then I did that this year, 2020, that's what we really got back into it. So I capitalized on the, the monthly one and then I have a full year membership now. So it's uh, it's good to just come to yoga and know that uh, I'm gonna have my workout in in the morning and additionally have that space where I can relieve all the thoughts that I've been thinking about and start my day. So that's super powerful. And now you can bring Jesse. And Jesse's coming. I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. <laughs> Perfect. I think that's a good way to wrap it up. Yeah. So thank you guys so much. Thank you guys. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. (laughs) Thank you, everyone. This is the Tradition Show. We want to thank so much Loveland Yoga, Bobby and Anna Vive. They've been great stewards here. And y'all have a blessed weekend. Enjoy. Take care.